Here I go. Here I am. The Conrad. That's right. I'm at your door. Check me out. That's right. To the E. Here I come. Love City. Yo, check me out. The L. That's right. I'm getting started. The O, the O. All right, you better watch me. And the B, and the B. Put the kids to bed. The E, the E. That's right, I'm coming for you. Love. Love. That's right, West Green, the rewind. With your host, Conrad. That's how we come. We're going to break it down for you. Hey, good evening, my people. Good evening. This is the man, the Conrad, bringing it to you. The Rewind. Hey, got stuff coming up right now that's going to blow you away. And you're going to say, what? Didn't he blow my mind this time? Didn't he? That's right. I'm going to blow your mind. I'm getting ready to come with it right now. First of all, let's go ahead. Let's talk about LeBron James. Okay, Kyle Kuzma is a knucklehead. First of all, I would trade that chunk. He should be worried about the water issue in Flint, Michigan, where he was born and raised. Okay, he appeared worried about what color hair he should have. You know what I'm saying? He's a child. He needs to grow up. Okay? He was given an opportunity by the Lakers that really no one really wanted to give him. And now look how he acts. He acts like a spoiled brat, privileged kid. Okay? He needs to be worried about what's going on in Flint, Michigan, helping out that situation. And he needs to keep his trainer in check. And he needs to quit talking and just play. That's right. I didn't say dribble. I said quit talking and just play. LeBron James... Mr. Davis, his buddy, his partner in crime, and the rest of the cast, they doing some things over there in Laker land. Kyle Kuzma should be gone. Let's get somebody else. We, we, we can do it. We can make it happen. I want to see it done. Definitely I want to see it done. Cool. Now the Lakers. They do have somebody that they got to deal with, and that's in their own gym, the Clippers. And you got Mr. George, and you got Mr. Kawhi, and then you got their group. That's right. So this is how we play this. Best team who puts it down consistently will take over. And I'm telling you, both of these teams, they play, when they play against each other, hey, it's no holds barred. They come at it. Love the scene. Love the atmosphere. Love the way they get to the get down. Now, they got this dude, I call him the chump, because, you know, Mr. Harford, who plays now for the Philadelphia 76ers, well, you know, Mr. Harford, an old man, he in his 30s. He got these crickety knees. Last year in the playoffs, when Mr. Harford was playing for the Boston Celtics, there was a game that we used to play in the playground. 
be called one, two, three, jump. Well, this guy they call the Greek freak. I call him 34. That's all I call him. He jumped. Tito jumped. When Mr. Harford jumped, he caught the ball. When he caught the ball, he brought the ball down. Guess who came tumbling down like Humpty Dumpty? Um, number 34, Greek Freak. Okay, not once, but twice. And it could have been three times the chunk. Okay, but he got but um Harford got called for a foul. Then when number 34 from the Bucks played against um the Toronto Raptors, he went up again, one, two, three jump, thinking he's gonna dunk on Kawhi. Kawhi caught it and said, What are you doing? Man, this ain't Chase. You ain't going to be able to get a loan. You ain't going to be able to get in here and get no money. Take your behind back to Greece. And you really, he needs to understand something. Quit talking to those agents of his because they just draining him and his, and his family for money. He needs to wake up and understand he's a, he's a black man. He don't know who he is. He's lost in space. Forget the Greek freak. He needs to earn what his name is. Don't give him no name. That's like Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant called himself the Black Mamba. Okay? Now, we all know DeAndre Thomas, who played for Snoop Dogg's Little League football team. Snoop named him the Black Mamba. It took him all the way to Crenshaw, to University of Oregon, to the Kansas City Chiefs, now with the um, Mr. Ravens, the, um, the Baltimore Ravens. He's the Black Mamba. Now, we know Snoop ain't going to say nothing because he wants those courtside tickets, okay? So this dude, that's right, I call Kobe. This guy, you know, he wants to call himself the Mamba. He gives himself a nickname, Mamba Mentality. Ain't no mentality. You're a chump, dude. And you need to recognize that you are what? You foul, and you know you foul, okay? Check one, check two, I'm out. Now, let's go ahead and talk about old men in football. We're going to talk about Tom Brady. Why in the heck would the Los Angeles Chargers bring Tom Brady to California? He'll be 43 years old. He can't do anything because he's a stationary guy, just like Philip Rivers, who I think will be 39. Stationary targets, and they're going to get blown up. My thing is, let's get somebody who can move and make things happen. That's what I'm talking about. We all know why Philip Rivers needs to play. He got nine kids, so he got bills to pay. Okay, he got lunch money. He got, he, he got to go ahead and pay for child care. We all know about Philip Rivers. And you know his wife, his wife remind me of that wife on any given Sunday. Did you see what happened on that movie? She smacked that quarterback and said, get out there. You need to keep me in Gucci. That's right. I'm trying to tell y'all something right now. Hey, you can't get caught up. And we all know that Tom Brady still wants to play. On a high level, just not there. That's all I'm saying. Um, he is not welcome. I wouldn't welcome him. 
Now, we got a guy here, Matt Rule. Now, I remember when Matt Rule was a coordinator for Temple. I wasn't impressed with him. And I'm a guy born and raised in Newark, New Jersey. I definitely wasn't impressed with him. Okay? He ain't nothing but a Al Golden flunky. That's all he is to me. But this dude got off like the mob. He went to um, Baylor, showed them how to get up and down the, um, the field, had a rough year, came back, had a good year, then had, you know, a, a, a great year. Check this dude out. He's getting $60 million? Are you serious? This dude, man, he looked like Oscar Madison's brother. And I'm trying to tell you right now, he don't deserve that, man. He was at Baylor. Hey, the good old boys win, and they win big, okay? This guy, we have so many coaches who deserve an opportunity to be the head coach with the Carolina Panthers. Not just black coaches, all coaches, okay? But this fool gets the job. You know what? I'm, I'm saying it right now. Blow him up. Get him. Okay? He doesn't deserve this job. This is the good old boy network at its best. Okay? Now, let's go ahead and talk a little bit of USC and UCLA women's basketball. USC's women's basketball, well, they're going through some tough times. Okay? You know, 500, maybe a little bit above 500. Still making a lot of turnovers. They got a young team. Um, hopefully, they'll break out of whatever they're going through. I don't know if it's confidence shooting, jump shots, three-pointers. I don't know what it is, but I know that they're a young team. Um, they're led by a, a, a freshman. Her name's Miss um, um, Rogers. And she's doing a heck of a job. She's trying to keep everybody going and moving. Um, their coach, he, he's very positive. I just see them growing. Very young team, growing. I don't know if they're going to make the tournament, but I see them growing. UCLA has come out like gangbusters, their girls' basketball team. The women's basketball team in Westwood is doing some great things. And their coach, who I was not feeling, has turned the table. She got some young ladies out there that can get up and down the floor, that can shoot, that can play defense very well, and um, they're killing the turnover issue. Turnover issue should not be high. When your turnover issue is high, you will lose most of the time. Hey, looking forward to seeing what these two teams do. For the men's side, USC men, they need to get more people involved in the offense or just step up and make shots. For USC. They got a very talented group. I don't know what's going on. As I've always said, the head coach is a Maxim Zoom Weeby. He was at Florida Gulf Coast. Are you serious? This dude needs to let this team go and work. Now, on the UCLA side, I said it before and I'm going to say it again. The head coach is a what? Defensive-minded guy. And you in California. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they don't play defense in California. They just know how to score. Jump shots, three-pointers, dunks. They don't know how to even set up an offense most of the time. 
in California. So now you got this guy coming from the University of Cincinnati thinking he's going to change the culture. These kids will rebel, okay? They will be like a horse that's bucking. You know, he don't want to follow orders. They have a problem at UCLA. Just like they got a problem in football at UCLA. You need to get rid of the coach. I've been saying it for a while. Get rid of the coach. USC, they kept the coach. Look what happened. Boom. Get slapped in the face. It always comes that way when you don't get rid of a guy who cannot get his team ready to play. It's always going to come that way when the coaches start blaming the players. Let's go to the Rams. Why in the heck is this McVay guy who was given the job, because his grandfather was as stiff as a head coach, but this guy gets a job with the Rams. He fires Coach Pete, a running back coach who's African-American, lets him go. Coach Pete has been always on point, and he does a great job with those young um, running backs that he's always dealt with, even the veterans. They love him. Okay, he has a great work ethic, but you know what? This is McVay doing his job. And you know what? I hope that they go ahead and let his behind out the door because he got a quarterback coach, Jed Fish, who's never played football, who's never thrown a football, who's never been tackled, who's never tackled anybody, who's never went through a double session or a triple session in high school, who's never played little league football who's never played college football. This dude was a tennis player, a McEnroe, somebody with all mouth, all talk, no action. That's the guy he needs to get rid of. Jed Fish did nothing at Miami. He did nothing with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Matter of fact, I got a couple of ball players that played for him there. They were happy that he was gone. Everybody rejoiced. Then he took his behind in Michigan. He was there for a minute, a cup of tea. A year, and they got rid of him. And then this chump, Kelly, took him in at UCLA, found out what? He ain't worth his salt. Then, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Then he goes to the Rams. I'm out. I can't believe that. We got so many African-American coaches who just want an opportunity. That's all. But most of the time, if you get an opportunity, you got to sell out. You got to sell out, and that's sad. Good old boys. Wow. You want to play that game. Okay, that's a game that only people who have power can win. That's right. Let's look at NFL playoffs, baby. That's right. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we we go. That's right. Jam Master J. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at me. Look at me. I'm, I'm feeling myself right now because I'm happy about what the NFL is bringing to the table. You got the Seattle Seahawks, Beast Mode, Russell Wilson, Clowney, and the rest of the cast. They got guys, offensive line got to play. They got to come in and they got to make a statement. And the defense, they got to play the tight end. They got to play the running backs and the tight end, them linebackers, them safeties. They got And they got to hit that quarterback and get to him. Here we go. Let me say something to you right now. Man, most of these dudes are scary, scary, 
scary. Okay? Rogers is scary. Okay? He don't want to be hit. Hit that dude. Okay? They got it running back now. You got to take the ball out of his hands. You got to be able to strip it, rip it, whatever. But you got to stop that running back. They do have a good wide receiver. They got Jimmy Graham, who is from the U, the University of Miami. I got nothing against Jimmy. But you know what, Seattle? You got to put the brakes on that dude. And that's what I'm saying. These things got to happen for them to be successful. And I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, the Baltimore Ravens play the Titans. Man, oh, man, oh, man. I'm looking forward to that game. That game going to be what? Finger-licking good. Okay, I'm looking for that game, and I'm looking for Lamar Jackson and the rest of the brothers to come together and be on point. Looking for that game, definitely. Got to stop the running game. Got to make sure that the wide receivers are not in full effect. And, hey, you got to put that defense on what? On the back pedal. They got to be on the back pedal. They, you got to go ahead and move those guys. It should be a phenomenal game. San Francisco and Minnesota, I'm going to tell you something. I really don't like either team. Okay? I'm just, I'm just breaking it down to you. I really don't like either team. But one thing I will say, they're going to come to play, both of these teams, because they, they, they're hungry. Um, San Francisco may be a little bit more than Minnesota. But it's going to be a game. It's going to be a game. And I'm looking forward to see who's going to be Rock'em Sock'em Robot standing in the end. We're going to see who goes that route. You know what? I'm telling you right now, Kansas City, man, I ain't feeling that, man. I ain't feeling that Kansas City thing. Kansas City against the Houston Texans. Hey, don't get me wrong here. I love Deshaun. I love Deshaun Watson. I love, I love Duke. My boy from the U, University of Miami. I love these dudes, man. But I got something to say. I ain't no J.J. Watt fan because you got Merciless, you got all these other brothers that are playing their heart out, busting their behind. And it's not just a J.J. Watt thing, okay? So when, the, when those announcers, most of them, standstill quarterbacks, never been able to run, weren't consistent, most of them, and now they get to talk shots about quarterbacks. And then you got a dude like Steve Young, who was a, the worst quarterback with the USFL. He was terrible. Then he, he, went, he took his behind to Tampa Bay. Doug Williams took his team when he was at Tampa to the playoffs. One game from the Super Bowl. Steve Young never made the playoffs with Tampa Bay and don't even get it. The Super Bowl. Steve Young was torn up, thrown up, and out the door. 49ers took him in. Okay, they had to rebuild him, strip him and everything. He learned from what? Looking at Mr. Joe Montana do his thing. And then he had Terrell Owens and Jerry Rice catching everything that he, that he threw in the air. That's what happened to Steve Young because he was running too. Now he wants to talk about running quarterbacks. Man, he needs to shut up. He forgot, and he thinks that everybody is 30, 40 years old, 45 years old. They don't know what he was about. Fool, I'm 58. I saw you when you was garbage, okay, with the L.A. Express. Hey, again, I think it's going to be great to see um, 
Kansas City, go in there and play and play the Texans. I, I think that's going to be a, a very good game. Looking forward to seeing that game. And um, like I said, I'm hoping to see some great football. I know Marcus Mariota, I know he's saying, man, I ain't going to never get this job back. But I'm going to say this. <laughs> Don't put your trust in Tannehill. Don't put all your trust in Tannehill now. Okay, don't do that. If you do, fool on you. That's right. You'll be the fool and you'll play the fool. That's right. Hey, got something to say about a few ball players who I would love to see take it to the next level. Okay? And these guys that I would love to see take it to the next level definitely play on the high school level. We got a couple of ball players who are hopefully getting the opportunity to be looked at, male and female student athletes in California, in Houston, okay, in, in, in Dallas, in Oklahoma City. We got some ball players getting the opportunity to be looked at in Philadelphia, New Jersey, Washington, D.C., Baltimore. Nashville, Tennessee, Memphis, Tennessee. We got some kids that are really hungry, you know, that want to go to that next level, not just athletically, but academically. And I applaud those young people. Um, and I'm hoping that they're able to reach their goals because a lot of people don't want to see people reach their goals. I'm telling it to you. I ain't, I ain't holding it back. I ain't sugarcoating. People don't want to see other people get to the next level in education. Don't want to see people get an opportunity to get a full scholarship. There was an article in the Undefeated for ESPN, and you got Mr. Charles Roden, great writer, and it was about the baseball with African Americans. And Coach Manuel, who used to be the coach for the Mets, he said the best way for African-Americans to get back into baseball is that we need to have an all-black team. That's what I'm saying. I agree because we need to have all that done in college football. These good old boys, they want to treat these African-American ball players like trash. Okay? They want to use you so they can continue to make their millions. And then you fools who are student-athletes, who are African-American, you want to go to their schools, but then when it all tips to the left, then you want to go to an HBCU. When it all tips to the left, then you want to go and play for that, that black coach at that university. But you got you got black coaches that are sellouts. Not all of them, but you got some. I do not know what's going on with Coach Mason. At Vanderbilt, I don't like it, but there it is. It reminds me of Attorney Gill when he was at Buffalo, University of Buffalo. He was the man. He took us behind to Kansas. Are you serious? You got to be out of your cotton-picking mind to go to Kansas. Man, this ain't Dorothy. This ain't the Wizard of Oz. You're going to always need a heart when you go to Kansas. You're going to always need a heart, okay? 
You're going to need some brains. You're going to need some courage. Man, you're going to need some NyQuil. You're going to need some what? Fool's medicine. That's right. I said it. Fool's medicine. That's what you're going to need. You're going to go to those places. I, I, I agree with Coach Manuel. We have so many young people who want to play baseball, but they get discouraged because some of these coaches, good old boys, they don't want to put them up. They want to talk about this kid or that kid, and they put them second or third. These kids are great players, and they want to be known so they can get an opportunity to play. Then these college coaches are, are sorry. Most of these college coaches are sorry. And I try to talk to the African-American coaches that coach baseball because I coach baseball on the college level. I was at Lane College in Jackson, Tennessee. And, and when I was there, I brought players who wanted to play. Okay? And we did some good things. We did better than what the university thought we could do, especially the athletic department. But my whole thing is we have RBI baseball academies going on in, in the United States. Certain cities have RBI baseball. I'm telling you, RBI baseball can be a building block for a lot of coaches, especially HBCU schools. Those coaches may not have the funds to get out to the, these RBI areas. I think some of them have the funds to go to Houston. I think some of them have the funds to go to Philadelphia, you know, the HBCUs in those areas, you know. But I'm trying to tell you right now, we got a lot of great talent, female softball players, okay. We got some um, baseball players that can really get down to the get down. But baseball is a, it's, it's a walk. You got single A, you got double A, you got triple A. It's a walk. It's not a sprint. It's a marathon. And our young people must be not patient. Just be consistent and be about your business. Don't get in trouble. Don't, because there's a lot of things that go on when you're on those buses on the road with single A and double A, okay, and even triple A. And those, there's a lot of things out there that can take you off your thought, you know, your mindset. You can't let those things intervene and intercede, okay, because you could fall. But I would like to see more young people get an opportunity to go to black colleges, HBCUs. I like to see this happen. And I'm hoping that people will support the young men and women who want to go that way. Support them. Because like I said, if we start kicking those teams' butts, those teams will understand that hey, I got to treat these kids better. Okay? Because ain't no way Clemson should be able to beat Grambling. No way Clemson should be able to beat Texas Southern. All these young African American ball players go to these historical black colleges, but that's where the Board of Regents, the governor, NCAA, 
they'll make it so difficult for HBCUs. Look what happened with basketball. Mr. Penny Hardaway, head coach at Memphis, when he was a high school coach and when he was an AAU coach, he tried to help the young man and his mother out, okay? You know who blew the whistle? You know who blew the whistle? Calipari, Kentucky, because he wanted the kid. Coach Barnes, Tennessee, because he wanted the kid. And the kid didn't want to play for them. You hear what I'm saying? Are you feeling me? Because you need to check me and hear me. I'm being real with you. I'm not playing any games. It's a war out there. Too many people playing the dozens. That's all I'm saying. So I look forward, hopefully, to seeing more African-Americans playing softball and baseball. And if we got to have an all-black team, more power to it. That's all I got to say. And I go with that with basketball and football. But you know what? You just hearing the Conrad bring it to you. And I don't know if you can stomach it. And like I said, if you can't stomach it, take some Pepmo Bismo and call it a day. Hey, I'm out now. I'm, I'll be back real soon. But I want you to know that, hey, it's been a stone gas. Okay? And I'm going to give you one more word. And it's going to blow your mind. One love.